It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Bien. How is oh. it going, Sean? Uh, well, <laughs> thank you for the... Very well enunciated introduction, Connor. I've just read uh, your name for the first time. <laughs> it's, it's, you did better than most people, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, you did better than every teacher I've ever had. Um, no, I'm, I'm good, Connor. Um, we've, we, were talking, we were talking about this on Monday. We were also talking about it before this show. Uh, updated to Windows 11. Don't know how to use my computer anymore. Uh, I think I'm a boomer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, honestly, I feel like we spend too much time together. This is nothing to do with weird news. No, not at all. But we just randomly, I came on, I logged on uh, on Monday to do the show. And I was just like, oh, I updated my laptop to Windows 11. And you were like, I did too. And then we were like, did you do it on Saturday? I was like, I did it on Saturday. And then we realised we had both done Windows 11 updates on Saturday and both independently realised we're too old for this we're shit. Too old. What's this, new and different technology? No, 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 no. How will I use my Microsoft Edge now? <laughs> How will I log into all of my Teams? <laughs> oh, don't get me started on fucking Microsoft Teams. That fucker oh. will open up on a, on a whim's notice, by. We don't even use it for work. It's like... It, <laughs> I don't use it once for a job interview and it never fucks off. Opens up every time. It's the oh, it's the worst lad. It's like it's the Skype of today, but Skype Leave is still around. <laughs> Leave me alone, Microsoft Teams. <laughs> now, Sean, weird news. What is this about? Oh, sorry, you've spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around yeah. the world. You're about to read them all out to me, uh, a man who's been too busy reading Windows 11 for dummies to actually look at any weird news. Yeah, and and I've been using my Microsoft Edge, and yeah. I've I've been looking up um, on Bing. And I've just several viruses. 
several viruses. I've been using them. Um, what was the old one we downloaded all the songs off? Um, oh, LimeWire. LimeWire. <laughs> That's where I get all my news stories this week. Um, so, Sean, we're starting off this week in Colorado. Oh. Uh, a lovely spot where a headline I feel like really stood out to me. Um, and I wanted to start with it because it was the one that made me laugh the most. Um, okay. And that was... Colorado man sets ho- mom's home on fire, trying to clear cobwebs with blowtorch. <laughs> oh, see, the worst thing about it is I can see his thought process, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what made me, like... I, I read it and I went, fuck, if, it, if the spiders are big enough, like... I mean, I see the, the logic there. Well, see, I feel like, depending on the, the density of the cobweb, right? Because... I feel like you have one of those wispy little cobwebs that you just like it catches the light in a certain way. You can burn that no problem. But if the cobwebs are so dense that you see them as like, you know, like if someone was decorating a haunted house and that level of cobweb, if that's in your house, don't burn that because I feel it, it, it it's going to generate too much of a flame. As and, and actually, I do think uh, the algorithm knew I was reading this article because then the next recommended one was like Australian home infiltrated with spiders and the image was like the whole wall covered in spiders. And I was then thinking, if this guy walked into that house and it looked like that, I would also burn down the home and start again. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm surprised Australia doesn't do it more often. Uh, Just (laughs) They're all mad lads. Is there a certain... Like, Australians, if you're listening, is there a certain point at which the house just belongs to the spiders now <laughs> it, once it becomes 51% 49% they're occupying yeah. it yeah once the cabinet shifts in favour of the spiders yeah. I think. And at that point do you pay them rent what's the story well I mean landlords you know uh, <laughs> the landlord got, comes in well look lads you may start working to pay the rent lads look lads I said, I said no pets so that's double this month <laughs> <laughs> a Colorado man was arrested this week for setting his mother's house on fire after using a blowtorch to clear the cobwebs, the sheriff's office said. What John kind of blowtorch Char- as well, by the I way? I mean, like, in my head, it's a massive flamethrower. Like, it's a World War II flamethrower. Uh, that's what it, Yeah, like from like a video game kind of flamethrower. Yeah, like drawer. he's got the big backpack and he just turns around and he looks at his mother and gives her a big thumbs up. I'm going in, ma! Yeah, he's the pyro <laughs> from Team Fortress 2, essentially. Because the other option is that it's for, like, creme brulee and it's this little delicate torch and it escalates or he, or he just has like an, um, an after spray and he's got a lighter oh. he's like let's see what fucking happens boys Joe I've never done that myself but I knew lads that did and it always looked like great crack for links. the first couple of se- oh Lynx Africa it's the, it's the most mm. flammable one uh, looks like great fun for the first little bit but then you realise like okay I need to stop this at some point but they, it always ends up in the hands of a pyromaniac. <laughs> Whichever one of the group, it's a future pyromaniac, is like, here, give us the can there, I just want to try it out. And you're yeah. never getting that back. No, like, you've ruined your can of link. Like, imagine, that's a power move, actually. Is that If you're out with the lads, say, and you fashion <laughs> your lads. lighter and a can of links into a flamethrower, and then afterwards, you let the fire go out, and you just spray yourself with the links and say, right, lads, to the to the club. <laughs> I'm I've Reggie. never talked to another human. Is that evident? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <Yes. laughs> 
yes. Um, but I, I love the idea that, like, you're, you're in a group gang war, right? And yeah. there's, like, one guy is like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you tomorrow. Like, fuck, I'm going to kill you. And, like, he's about to kick the shit out of you. And you just pull out a Lynx Africa and then a lighter. And that's a game changer. Because it's like, I'll kill you, I'll kill me, I don't give a fuck. That's it. What you've done there is you've set the stakes for the fight. <laughs> like It's the equivalent of what we always say. The best weapon to rob a banquet is a hand grenade. Because no one fucking knows what's going to happen next. <laughs> you don't know, nobody knows. I just have this, okay? I, think I just it found this. <laughs> um, John Charles Streckenbach, 39, was arrested on suspicion of first-degree arson, criminal mischief in damages, possession of a controlled substance, and violation of a protection order, Sean. Um, oh. I like how suspicion of first-degree arson is in there. See, though he said, I burnt down the home trying to burn down some cobwebs. Yeah, he, like he intentionally lit an out-of-control fire in his mother's house. Mm. I'd say that's um, fairly cut and dry myself. So the firefighters, uh, they say fire authorities, but I would, I would never say fire authorities. Ah, oh, you um, can't, you can't fight anything anymore. You know, political correctness and all that. <laughs> what fucking character is this that I'm doing? I don't like it. <laughs> I like the fire authorities, like they have authority over the fire. Stop hey, it! <laughs> stop it now, okay? This is getting out of hand, literally. Literally, you're getting out of hand now. Um, fire authorities responded to a fire at a home um, in 8,800 block of Vermillion Road, Sean. Everyone's second favourite road. What's um, their first? You can't say yellow brick. Victory. The, the road to victory. Oh, victory road from Pokemon. From very Pokemon, good. of course. How do I train them? I go to Victory Road. So, fire personnel upon arriving could see smoke coming from the roof of the single-story, single-family residence. Investigators said a man acknowledged using a blowtorch almost immediately upon their arrival. I like that he's still holding it up. It's like, lads, this one's on me. I will admit, my bad. Like, at that point, I, maybe it was like, a, oh, this'll help them combat the blaze if they know how it started (laughs) guys it started with a fire (laughs) yeah we know that's why we're here i was just throwing matches around for no reason (laughs) um so he was holding the blowtorch when they arrived and when they asked him what the fuck had happened like what had caused this he just said clear like very simple it's so simple he had gotten the blowtorch to clear the cobwebs in the crawl space under the home under the home so he had crawled into the crawl space by himself, set fire to the crawl space, somehow escaped, which I think that is like a start of a horror movie. Like you're in the crawl space and then a flame just, just starts. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, cleaning? I did that. Why are you cleaning out the cobwebs under the house though? He attacked them at source. So but you're what's like, the oh, point? You're not looking at them. Yeah, I know, but like you're like, oh, there's lots of spiders in the house. Go down. They're down below. We're going to go to... He was trying to look for the nest. Yeah, but surely there's a chemical that you can just, like, gas down in the crawl space. And there's yeah, Lynx Africa and a flame. I wager, actually, if you just spread Lynx Africa everywhere, spiders would leave, like, quick, or fast. Either that or they'd be fucking having loads of little baby that's, spiders all over the, the place. Thing. You'll make yeah. the problem worse. You do. Look, we've all been there. Huh? Uh, but <laughs> Still hasn't talked to a human. And he nope. did, though. <laughs> Not once. Uh, but why... I, I don't understand the process behind cleaning out the crawl space anyway. But, like, would you not... Why did he crawl under? 
Because surely if you're lighting a fire, you can just... Wait, fire rises, doesn't it? You don't want to be in a confined space carrying a fire. Yeah, because <laughs> you've raised a very good point. Because what does fire burn but oxygen, Connor? Yeah, and you're already in a confined space. Better burn up all the rest of the oxygen in here. <laughs> Quick! Then, once the fire is going and fire moves upwards, what's above the crawl space beneath the house? The ground. Where are you going to have to get to before the safety? Above the ground, then. Above the ground. Mm-hmm. And your house, I would wager, mostly made of wood. Now, here's the thing. What really uh, caught my eye was that he actually admitted that he had spent an hour trying to put out the fire by himself before calling the firefighters. <laughs> That's a man who doesn't know when to quit. <laughs> I'd say, to me, spend five minutes at it, go, this is after getting out of hand. I literally, do. this is not my job. There's yeah. got to be somebody that can help me. <laughs> is there anyone in the world? Is there anyone can... with authority <gasps> in this situation? Oh, fuck, I need somebody who puts out fires. There's nobody. There's just nobody. But, to be fair, it does feel a very Irish response as well. Being like, oh, I don't want to bother him. You know, like what if what if I call them out and it's a shit fire? Pro- you know, they're probably they're probably busy with real fires. For this yeah, one's a this shit is, fire. This is just a, this is a real. I I wager I would be like that. Like if you like, I put it out myself. I'll tr- I'll try. I put out a grease fire once. Uh, Did you? Yeah, yeah. Water. The, you covered it with water, isn't it? Oh, just put under the tap. No, don't. <laughs> fucking don't. You get you get like a heavy towel and smother the flames. Uh, Can I give you another question? You've yeah. got uh, your pan fire, right? Grease yeah. fire going up. But you live beside the ocean. I pick that pan, I fuck it into the sea. Who oh, wins? I... See, the thing is, because I think oil <laughs> spreads to form like an infinitely thin layer. So you might have just set the ocean on fire, but I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, that's already happened this year. That's kind of forgotten, but that already happened this year. That did year. happen. That <laughs> happened in the last 12 months, ladies and gentlemen. We all just forgot it because of other stuff. Because other things went on. The ocean was on fire, lads. Yeah, the the ocean. There's one thing that shouldn't be on fire. It's the fucking ocean. Uh, I wait. Okay, I'm going to respond to you with a counter question. You uh, cover yourself in oil and stand in the rain. Do you start flying? Do I start flying? Oil floats on water. Yeah, but rain is going down. Yeah, <laughs> and you're going up because you're covered in oil. <laughs> Do you think that's how Superman flies? So, well, any excuse to grease himself up, you know? He's like, like in the <laughs> Lex, Lex can never catch him. He's, he's so too slippery. slippy. <laughs> I keep trying to grab him. <laughs> and what kind of oil? Sunflower oil. Oh, well done. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> This is not nerd stuff, Sean. This is Sorry. weird news. I keep blurring um, the lines. So, Sean, this man set fire to his own home. Uh, actually, his mother's home. I like the idea she called him out. Like, she's like, John, could you actually come out and sort out the spiders? But he's like, shitting himself. And he's like, yeah, I'll sort them out. Well, I'll fucking sort them out, all right. Yeah, he's had like a history as like a mob enforcer. So anytime someone says sort him out, he immediately goes, okay, I'll need, I'll need a flamethrower anyway. That's I need a flamethrower in a crawl space. <laughs> Get working on that crawl space, ma. <laughs> Start digging. Okay. Son, I fabricated a crawl space and placed all of the cobwebs inside. <laughs> I put some fireworks in there too, just in case. <laughs> the, um, look, 
I'm assuming no one was hurt, which is why we're talking about this. Uh, but if like, it's not often we give warnings on this show, but don't play with fire. I suppose um, is the the message. I, I disagree. Oh, um, and that's your, so, your that's thoughts. A, my thoughts are play with fire. Uh, mm-hmm. See what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck around a little bit, and oh. look what could go wrong. I mean, he's raised four compelling arguments there. Uh, <laughs> just general vagueness. Just yeah. See what happens. It's fine. Just and get vaccinated. That's the main thing. If, you, <laughs> the, no, if, rule, if you're vaccinated, you can play with fire. I feel that's a oh, fair wager. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, so apparently the fire caused over $100,000 in damages. Um, and the man was also caught with, in possession of a small bag of meth when the police arrived. <sighs> Oh yeah. no! Yeah, it, it, if it weren't for that meth, he would have gotten off scot free. <laughs> he would. They wouldn't let him off. <laughs> ah, look, well, it happens. It happens, lad. Like, honestly, big spiders. We've, look, we've all watched a DIY <laughs> video on YouTube and said I can do that. Spiders are coming in for the winter, lad. It, I've done it to save myself. Um, yeah, we're look, moving on to our, We're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean. Now, this news story caught my eye because the police get called out. For all sorts of public disturbances. Now, yeah. there's lots of fights, even. And, more importantly, street fights. Yes, my preferred diff- form of fight. From different gangs. Um, yes. And so, when does a fight become a street fight? I mean, the answer seems obvious, but is it? We don't know. That's, yeah, like, I would say, well, street fighter is an odd one. Because Two lads fighting outside a pub. That's not a street fight. I would classify that as a fight. I, I would classify that as a brawl myself. A brawl, indeed. There's different yeah. levels. I think, I think a fight has some kind of organisation to it. Like, for instance, if you arrange to fight someone after school, mm. both parties have agreed and there's a plan for a fight. If it breaks out suddenly between two individuals, I would say it's a brawl. And However, but if the brawl is a bit minor, it's a scuffle. <laughs> yes. yes. If there's indeed. no punches thrown. If one person gets hurt, it's an altercation. <laughs> and then... It's an incident. It's an incident. No, I, if it, it's an incident if it's more than two people fighting. Okay, okay. And then if, mo- if more than one person gets hurt during an incident, that's a street fight. <laughs> okay. Now saying all this is just a setup because I know the actual headline. Oh, and that is Minnesota police have been called out, Sean, to to break up possibly the best street fight I've ever heard of. Because Minnesota police called to break up Bald Eagle Street Fight. The bird? Or is this some kind of biker gang? No, the bird. Interesting. Because they're big, aren't they? Yeah, big enough to start a street fight. Oh man, and not to get too poetic on things, but like the symbol of America fighting itself. Oh, that's. There's, that has some weight to it's it. It's like a grease padded in the ocean, isn't it? Isn't um, it? So, earlier, <laughs> earlier this week, uh, police broke up a street fight of the most unusual kind. Two eagles decided to do battle near the intersection of the 41st Avenue and Nathan Lane. A good lane, Nathan. A good yeah. lane. I went, went to school with a Nathan Lane. Did you? Yeah, legitimately. What was yeah. it like? Yeah, it was. Sorry. Yeah, you didn't know whether it was coming or going, you know? Oh, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> but the way he told us, my dad always used to tell a, story, a joke of, like, what do you call a, a girl in between two houses? 
and it was Elaine. And then it, it was <laughs> like, what do you what do you call the girl in between two goalposts? And it's a net. Anyway, um, it went for quite a while. It went for quite a while, and in front of a small crowd, Sean, these eagles attracted an audience. A human audience? Um, <laughs> no, a no, vole, Sean. <laughs> I didn't expect that question. But now that you mention it, I love the animal kingdom turning up. Yeah, Fuck. like... It's the eagle on eagle, lad. That's two eagles are fighting. You gotta get down to Nathan Lane. <laughs> Officer Mitch Martinson, fucking great name. Jesus doing, Christ, <laughs> uh, Mitch Martinson was doing traffic enforcement near the high school that day. He's not sure, prepared for this. He's not, he's not, this lad's just on the beat. He's just on a regular, <laughs> he's regular. Just blowing shift. a whistle, waving him on, yeah. <laughs> ensuring the safety of students. Right? He never taught. He'd be ins- also be ensuring the safety of eagles, Sean. Um, Surely and to, like, I love the fact... Go, by the way, he gave an interview, did Mitch. Oh, beautiful. Um, Continue. And, you, and I'm just going to tell you his first sentence, which I think, I mean, his first few words are, we do have de-escalation tactics. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to relate in some way to any of the training he's received. <laughs> He's like flipping really fast through the manual when he sees them fighting. He's like, what the, how the fuck do I solve this problem? He's just looking under E and then he's (laughs) flicking back looking under B. (laughs) Murder, robbery. Okay, de-escalation. Okay, we've gotten to three. Nothing about fucking eagles. Nothing about eagles. For fuck's sake. Jesus. It's, oh, this it's is the hard. first pages. Talk to both people in the fight. I can't do that. <laughs> they don't speak human. <laughs> um, we do have de-escalation tactics, he said, but I've never applied them to eagles or other animals because, of course, you don't, Mitch. Of course, no, you Mitch, don't. And no one's blaming you for that, Mitch. This Mitch, isn't that's on you. Not like, that's not you just taking a day off on the job. I would just assume that would be just normal. That's by the numbers. I'd wager the best de-escalator in the business couldn't stop that eagle fight. <laughs> they brought in the guy in, like, the next kidnapping. Like, he's the one with yeah. the megaphone. <laughs> the negotiator. <laughs> he's, like, trying to talk the two of them down. Guys, it's not worth it. Lads, come on now. It's not worth it. He's not worth it, Tommy. <laughs> the, um... I, like... <clears throat> what does it... I, this is a dumb question. Does it say what they were fighting over? <laughs> See, it's love. a dumb question. <laughs> I'm, assu- I'm assuming it's love or money. They're always the three fights. That's when it breaks out. Are eagles big on love? Um, you're just assuming currency is king. Look, if the symbol of America isn't capitalist, I don't know what is, Connor. <laughs> and I think there's an eagle on all the notes, isn't there? Or am I wrong? Probably. But there's also like a triangle and an eye, so who knows? There's, uh, fucking all sorts of pyramids on that shit. Now, what, what are they trying he, to hide from us? The, the combat prowess of eagles, clearly. What are they hiding from us, but then also putting right in front of our faces on every note that we ever see, Sean? It's right God, there. We've all seen National Treasure, okay? 
You don't need to hammer this home. <laughs> I love the idea that they're like, it's the greatest secret of all time. Put it on the fucking notes. Wouldn't clues. it be a laugh? I <laughs> <laughs> ah, go on, you won't. I bet you you won't. <laughs> I fucking double dog dare you. Go on, put the big secret on the fucking notes. Oh, I fucking did it. Oh, he did it. <laughs> He's a fucking mad lad. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, when they called, took up the 41st and Nathan Lane, he happened upon an all-out tussle involving talons, beaks, and the occasional screech Sean from oh say by the bell no uh, but from the animals <laughs> Jesus Christ it's not often you get a screech say by the bell reference but my god not these days not, not these, these days kind of gonna, uh, what, it's Diamond I can't remember his name um, I was trying to Neil go Diamond <laughs> Neil Diamond yeah um, and his next line is t- he only kind of gives two lines in this whole thing a both of them actually he gives maybe three or four but the first two are gold because the first one was we do have de-escalation tactics and then his second his second sentence is I was trying to go through my head what to do next and who to call <laughs> he's so confused I mean I'm, what do you like, do I like at least he's trying to think like I would be just like one of the crowd of onlookers being like fuck two eagles are fighting because mm-hmm. that's not my business to break up but but at the same time, what if it's putting the children in danger? Children are grand. Yeah, they'll. Children have they'll, died in an eagle street fight before, and it'll happen again. It's just something that, you have to accept. Like illegal, uh, it's illegal. Ah, he should have said that. He should have said that. And then he like turn around, high five one of the kids while they're being like mauled by the eagles. Ah, oh, that oh, that's a grim sketch. And it's just like it's like he picks up a severed child arm. And just high fives. <laughs> These eagles are real vicious. They're vicious, man. They brought saws. They brought hacksaws. They brought one of those big acid tubs they had in Breaking Bad. <laughs> Wheel in their wings. <laughs> um, he reached out to the DNR and the Raptor Center, which I'll be honest, with you, he's done a mistake there. Now yeah. it doesn't take a scientist to know he's reached out to the wrong center. But um, who later said the birds were fighting over territory. Um, ah. And so that kind of solves why they were fighting. Right, so we've, we've gone from a street fight to a turf war is what's happened here. So when does a street fight become a turf war? And are street fives, fights involved in turf wars? I think a turf war will always start with a street fight. And yeah, then... like you're, you're fighting for the street. <laughs> in, in a sentence, yes, that's what's going on. Uh, I've seen Green Street. I've seen uh, Mean Creek. I don't know. Uh, But I think the the Eagle Turf War, there's no winners in that, is there? Because they they live in the sky a lot of the time. It would be interesting. (laughs) They like land on the ground for five seconds. They're like, that's my fucking piece. This is mine. I I landed here first. I like this grass. Right, you stay in the air. Fuck you, um, Martinson. And I love like he's racking his brain. Like he's the only officer on site, and these yeah. two are kicking the shit out of each other. And everyone's Martinson, looking to him for an answer. Martinson even recalled an Animal Planet episode that said oh, covering Jesus. a bird's head helps calm it down. Before he could try that tactic, though, the situation changed. The eagles went from fight to flight shot. Fight to flight. They took it to the skies. They took it to the skies, exactly. Because that's the next step in all Act 1, Act 2, Act 3 structures. They fight on the ground and then eventually see, yeah. they get to the air. See, see, that's interesting because like with an eagle, who has the high ground, you know? 
Uh, I have the high ground. No, you fucking don't. No, I'm flying. We're in the air. You fucking dickhead. Eagles call each other dickheads, I imagine. <laughs> I, I assume. I just assumed myself. Um, and so Martinson has said, uh, it's the first call of this kind he's ever had. I mean, Mitch, did you have to tell us that? Really? Like, I mean, I just, I just think we assumed... Yeah, he's like kind of a taskmaster kind of police officer. Not to get too nerdy with it. Uh, or, or like the movie Limitless. Like you watch something one time on TV and suddenly you're an expert, you know? Uh, he did say, though, that the Eagles did not appear to be hurt when they flew away. So this is why we're... Co- like none of the animals we assume are, were both okay. They probably are fairly scratched but, if they're fighting each other. Yeah, but like there, here's the, like, and, and, and here's the thing. You're not going to show is, your, your injuries, though, if you're in the mid-fight. That's the th- but also like how many animals fight day on day not even li- in like urban environments and shit like that how many animals just fight and kill each other every day that we don't know about you know and that's the set of sweating you this know? is like just- you're taking over from David Attenborough when he retires but yeah but like look and, and, and I'm not like I'm all against cruelty to animals and everything like that but it doesn't sound like, like it there's a like there's a lion who eats meat and there's a zebra who eats grass. And yeah. there's plenty of grass, and, but not a lot of meat. And the lion likes zebra. Yeah. Not in that way. But, like... Huh? Well, huh? <laughs> but, like... I, 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 if two eagles are fighting, they're fighting for a, a reason, I suppose. But if two, like, household dogs are fighting, different story. Yeah. Because there's a level of domestication there, I would say. And and they have... Somebody owns them. Yes. Um, in terms of somebody has a relationship with the animal in some exactly. basis. So yeah, beyond... There will be, like, be people left behind <laughs> if they go. It, yeah. Like, really, yeah. Like, But, like, if two wolves are fighting, I'm not breaking up a wolf fight. I'm fucking watching, though. Oh, have you ever seen the grey? Cool. Oh, the grey is real good. <laughs> oh, be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch Liam Neeson fight a wolf. Though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, wasn't he in a movie about a snowplow recently? And he was a snowplow driver I've out seen, for revenge. Um, when I was putting together an episode of Movie Mondays, there was another article of like, read all about Liam Neeson's newest movie, where he's a retired assassin who, and then I just stopped I saw reading, this. and I was just like. Why is all of his movies he's a retired assassin? He's always a retired assassin. I don't I don't get it. I think he just he did, did Taken and that like set his career. Like he did Taken. He earned a load of money and then they were just like, fuck it, this is piss. Just do yeah, this for I the rest of the time. Just run around and look look surly. Yeah, and and like they'll just cut around them. He just does like a karate chop and then the guys go flying. Yeah, um, so I think one of these eagles was Liam Neeson and then the other was who's the other like uh, the other was Bruce Willis Bruce Willis of course yeah yeah um so we're moving on to our next piece of news now this weird news story is actually and I must confess I told you before the show it's an old one Sean yes um uh, how old it actually happened last year last and year Connor in the last 12 months when the ocean uh, was on fire when you <laughs> yes <laughs> in terms of a time scale yeah. uh, but what's interesting about this is I pop back up because of course my algorithm is fucked and it Google's like you might like this yeah. and so um, this story we never covered 
And it's a very small one, but it really, really captures the attention because I have woman visits toilet at vegan cafe, finds mysterious cult meeting happening. <laughs> oh, interesting. What? It's a mystery, and I need you to solve it. Oh, you want me to get inside the head of a cult? Well, here's the thing, because this is like a scene out of Hot Fuzz, or an episode of Buffy, or some sort of weird show where there's a cult and we have followed a hero. Because a British woman has claimed that she was answering the call of nature at a London cafe when she stumbled upon members of a cult eating pork pies and scotch eggs. (laughs) I love a pork pie and scotch egg. Do you? Interesting. Not to entrap myself at all. Mm. This, by the way, this lady's name, definitely somewhere Irish in her. Uh, Anya Driscoll (laughs) was visiting the Bonington Cafe in Vauxhall with her brother when she made the shocking discovery finding 20 people dressed in black robes and carrying ceremonial daggers on her way to the bathroom. That's fucking gas. <laughs> um, she took it to Twitter to, to share the tale. Driscoll said she was enjoying her meal at the vegan eatery when her brother returned from the toilet and urged her to take the trip herself. She said he came back with an odd look on his face. He like was he shook. Se- he, he was shooketh. Um, and she followed his lead, basically like standing up like, what, you want me to, he's like, no, go, just just have a look. Um, expecting to find some really bad art about veganism or some other joke thing that he was just making up. Um, what, what Driscoll actually found when she followed signposts to a building next door was much more bizarre, Sean. Right. Because I stepped through a signposted door that takes me into the terraced building next door. The toilet is apparently on the third floor. It's kind of a weird setup, but what can you do? And I was about to make my way up to the third floor. It feels like I'm Fuck, walking up. The sorry, th- can they just summarise this article a bit? Because um, no, this is her exact quote. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They could have chopped out ninety yeah. percent of what she just said. It, fe- it feels like I'm walking up the stairs in a private home. At the top, fr- at the top of the first flight of stairs is a landing. It appears to be a kitchen. On a table, a classic British buffet of scotch scotch eggs, breadsticks, cheese, etc. is all laid out. And the room is full of people. It's a party! Except all the people, and there are at least 20 of them, are wearing floor-length black robes. Some have daggers. (laughs) They're making polite conversation and chomping on mini pork pies. It's like eyes wide shut meets keeping up appearances, she said. This is very strange. Because I have a picture in my head and like there's a gingham tablecloth involved, first of all. <laughs> I mean, why though? This is why it's weird news, Sean. Because I don't know how we missed this. But this is so batshit weird and random in this vegan restaurant. That on the first floor, they just have a cult meeting. She claimed she tapped a cult member on the shoulder to ask where to, where to find the toilet. And when she returned, the group shuffled into an adjoining room as one member announced it was time to begin. Okay. Okay, I'm doing my best to work this out, Connor. I have two options for you. Okay. One is it's just a joke. Uh... Around Halloween time, perhaps, 
a joke mm. they might have played on the vegan customers. Okay. Uh, number two. Is it old story though? So it's before Halloween. It's before Halloween. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, okay. Then it's only option number two. Okay. Uh, have you ever heard the phrase long pig? No. Go on. Right. So long pig is a, an old word. I think it's a translation. And basically it means human meat. Uh, because humans taste very like pork, as it turns out. <laughs> and so, what better front for a cult full of cannibals than a vegan restaurant? You got the black hoods. You got the knives. Yeah. You got lots of pork-based snacks, Connor. Yeah, a lot and of pork-based snacks. Or is it long pork-based snacks? <laughs> yes. I've done it. Dris- I've cracked Dris- it. Driscoll's discovery sent her on a search online for details of the meeting, but she could not find any events listed anywhere. It's on a need-to-know basis shot. Um, of course. After she posted the tale to Twitter, she was soon met with hundreds of replies, many offering suggestions on the group. One user appears to have claimed it may have been a satanic sex cult, <laughs> oh. while others she could have walked in on a vegan meeting group gone wrong, or possibly just a fancy dress uh, meeting going on. We I mean, don't one of know. them is going to have to change, like, if they're all wearing black robes. Yeah, they're, they've all, all 20 have turned up in the same robe. I was getting heavy hot fuzz vibes that just yeah. was like... I was secret society. reading this like there's a secret secret society where they're doing human sacrifice and it's on the first floor of a vegan restaurant. Yeah. Unle- okay. What if? Okay. What if that vegan restaurant used to be like a local butcher's or something, and then gentrification in London uh, forced it to become trendy vegan cafe place, and so the old patrons now gather and eat pork on site. Uh, speaking to drive of out. Pa- speaking of patrons, Sean, you can become a patron of the Heroes for Hire oh. podcast oh, what's he, over what's he doing on our there? Patreon right now. You get all this extra content, Sean. Movie you get a reviews. box of human meat delivered straight to your door. <laughs> <laughs> it's unrefrigerated. It's le- <laughs> it flies everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's less than like a price of coffee, a mud shot. It's actually... It's a pretty it's good actually, deal. You get all these yeah. extra reviews, extra content. It's all up there. You get fingers, toes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we include feet. Oh, whatever you want. Whatever you want, yeah. pal. <laughs> if you give $10 or more a month, it's a whole foot a month. Don't ask us where we're getting them. We just get them. Yeah, please don't subscribe just for one month. That'll make things awkward. Uh <laughs> <laughs> this guy has so much more to give. <laughs> we can keep Three going. months, oh no. <laughs> Can we start with hands? <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Patreon, movie reviews. Yeah. Uh, talk about, uh, we talked about Blade recently. There's a film with a secret society of vampires. Uh, so maybe secret society of... Are we saying vampires? I don't, I see, I, I don't think vampires would eat the flesh necessarily. So oh, unless vampires, like, the perfect place to hide is a vegan restaurant. That's true. That mm. is true. Um, yeah, but 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 why would they be, why would they fashion them into Scotch eggs? You know, that's a lot of prep. Maybe they just like Scotch eggs. I if a vegan or a vampire was to consume me, surely it's like black pudding is what they're after. 
Yeah, but even they don't want to know what's in that. <laughs> even they are like, nah, too much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got me, but uh, no. Oh, the rest of it? I mean, it's yeah. delicious. Oh, God, it's delicious. But Don't tell me what's in it, like a sausage. Don't fucking like tell me what's in it, though. Or like the mystery box that shows up to all of our patrons. <laughs> Feet, hands, legs, we don't know. <laughs> we just kind of throw it in and hope for the best. No requests, please. <laughs> we don't know because we're just going to chop randomly. Just don't ask any questions, yeah. just accept we were, it. We were blindfolds the entire time, so we feel no guilt and can't confess to anything. Oh no, Sean, I've chopped my own hand off. Throw it in. It's going in <laughs> the box, Connor. <laughs> The third time this has happened. I love the idea that she comes back down and sits back at the table. Like, how do you process that? Like, it's just a mystery. The door closes behind you. Or the door closes behind them and you just heard, let us begin. Yeah, it's like the end of The Godfather. Like, don't ask me about my business kind of a thing. She's just like, what the fuck is going on upstairs? You couldn't concentrate on your meal. Now, the saving grace is that her brother saw it as well, so she knows yeah. she's not insane. Um, yeah, imagine she was the only one, and she's, like, trying to explain it to somebody. <laughs> or imagine, like, she comes back, and he's just sitting there, just like, what are you talking about? Like, he's been replaced. <laughs> and there's like, a, there's, like, a dagger in his backpack now. <laughs> yeah, and then and he just, he starts, like, humming the same chance my, that they're making my, upstairs. My question is, um, you're thinking of stonemasons, aren't you? Uh, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. My yeah, thing is, <laughs> how often, and this is a personal question, how often do you go back to that restaurant at that exact same time every single week to see what the fuck is going on? I think you become obsessed. I think like yeah. you're a private investigator now and you have to take down this cult. There's no way you much. see it once and you just no. like, leave it. I th- oh, but what if you went back like a dozen times and it never happened again? And it, yeah, to just keep changing the days. Like it's never on that. Da- but then you start to just go every day and just sit in the restaurant all day going to the bathroom. To try just and rattling with coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, why are you always here? Just, I love the food. I just love the fucking food here. Uh, nothing love else. Seat by the window, please. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Sean we're going to have to move on to our next piece of news now I have two stories for you that we could that we could cover here um, okay and it's completely up to yourself okay. I'm not going to Neither. give you the exa- <laughs> I'm not going to give you the exact headlines but I'm going to give you I have dumb or I have nerdy ooh look I know the audience wants dumb but my heart wants nerdy Connor. Petition to erect Emperor Palpatine's statue in Scotland gains traction. <laughs> My God. I'm glad I chose this. <laughs> Sean, for anyone who doesn't know who Emperor Palpatine is, could you explain Emperor Palpatine? Uh, so he's from the Star War. And <laughs> the Star War. The Star War. And he was the bad guy. Uh, mm. And then he died. And then he somehow returned. And he was and the bad guy a much maligned line in the latest Star War, Star Wars saga. Mm. Um, yes. Yeah, I think it was Star Trek, was it? No, um, Star, it was the, the latest Star Wars... <laughs> Stargate, yes. So the latest Stargate movie... Um, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> we're not going to keep going. <laughs> Stargate Atlantis. <laughs> that was That's that. good, yeah, yeah, you got um, it. So, uh, the Expanse. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Um, the shield no that's, oh. that's just 
That's, that's different. That's just Michael Chiklis. That's just Michael Chiklis. <laughs> um, so... Uh, what happened was he was the bad guy in the original Star Wars. He's the he's the guy with the big hood, and he's always less like trying to kill Luke Skywalker. And yeah. he gets thrown down a shaft, and the ship gets blown up. It's 1984. It's not really a spoiler. Um, and so then he dies, and you're thinking, well, look, he got thrown down a shaft that was hundreds of feet long, and the ship that he was on exploded afterwards. Yeah. And then they did a very clever thing in the last Star Wars movie, episode 9, where they decided he just survived that for the crack. Didn't tell us how, didn't tell us in what way. They just said, in one line, Oscar Isaac, a very lovely man, just was made to say the line from the script, Palpatine's back. (laughs) Somehow Palpatine returned. (laughs) And that's a line that someone in Hollywood wrote. And now people in Scotland are... I'm I'm assuming trying to get it put in the middle of Stonehenge, right? <laughs> um, it's because of Ian McDermott's Dark Sidious. Yes. Um, <clears throat> now, Ian McDermott, a very lovely actor. And um, although McDermott may not have appeared in all nine of the films, the character is still a presence in each one. Even if it is off screen, because he's definitely dead for most of them, but then somehow yeah. he's alive. <laughs> so yeah, he just decided one day that he was back in the last... Oh, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> we did a full review and it did not go well. No, we weren't pleased. I, my favourite is everyone else in the scene is not one of them goes. That's a bit what? weird, isn't it? <laughs> Are we not going to address that? <laughs> um, not only that, but McDermott's performance as the conniving Emperor Palpatine in the prequel trilogy was a highlight for critics in those films, Sean, um, despite the reception of those movies. Right. And so it's no wonder that um, McDermott's hometown of Carnoustie, Carnoustie, Scotland, wants to erect a statue of the actor as Darth Sidious in the centre of the town. That's that's really nice, and they want to support like a homegrown actor and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of weird having a statue of the evil guy, isn't it? I mean, of of, like the emperor, of like Hitler, of Star Wars. Yeah, like... It'd, it'd be kind of like having statues of Confederate generals uh, mm. up around the country. Or, it'd be a bit silly. Yeah, or Winston Churchill. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> He's going all in. Let's just keep going. Who else are we tagging? Oh, dear, who else has statues? That's the real question. Uh, Liberty. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. You were saying about that South African lad you don't like. Remember? Who? <laughs> <laughs> you man who was in the prison for a while. Oh! <laughs> wow! <laughs> you remember you said, you know what? I disagree. I'm not. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I. What? What? You, now you're just telling lies, Connor. Now you're just telling lies about me. <laughs> um, John, how do you feel that there could be a Darth Sidious statue? Love um, in the centre of a Scottish town. I feel like, in terms of tourism, it could be big. Because yeah. me and you will go see that shit. Oh, we're taking a selfie in front of that, with our hands out doing the lightning thing. Uh, it could jumpstart the economy. It could. You have a big Star Wars visitor centre, you know. Uh, Ian McDermott just hangs around there now. 
And they don't need the statue, needs, he's just there all the time. It only needs 500 signatures <laughs> to get past. Fucking, I'll sign it right now. There we go. It apparently has 300 at the minute. So, okay, we're going to do it live that you sign up. I don't know if you're allowed if you don't live in the town. Statue. Ah, but surely, like, international attention, that has to, yeah. that has to, uh, you know, count for something. Yeah. Trying to find a link to it. It's not very... It's not, uh, it's Emperor not, Palpatine lads. statue Carnoosel. I look. There's no fucking way I'm spelling that. Carn uh, <laughs> is C A R N. Yeah, I'm on it. C A R N O U O U S T L E S T. There's S T I E, which is Carnoosty. There's a golf links there. Oh, might be Carnoosty. Maybe my eyesight is just bad. Might be Carnoosty. That'll be it. It's too much looking at weird news. Uh, make a statue. Change.org. Here we go. Okay. Yes. <laughs> How many signatures? It's on. Oh, 512. Yes. They're, oh, now they're trying to get to a thousand. Oh, lads. Okay, I'm just, right. I'm adding my name anyway. Fuck it. Because. You just throw in your name. Because we need. Uh, do it for the pod. Do it for the pod. Oh, well, I put it in as Heroes for Hire. No. Yeah, I want it. the credit. <laughs> Individually, we like to thank Sean Mean, who made this happen. <laughs> Sean Mean, as a solo contributor. As a solo man who made this happen. Oh, man. Oh, look, the, the signatures are flooding in already. Oh, oh beautiful. And all of our listeners, head on over there and sign your name. Sign and your don't name. don't put Carnoustal. Car- it's Carnoustie. Carnoustie. Oh, there's another petition. Make a statue of Obi-Wan Kenobi and Wedge. <laughs> Place it in their hometown of Creef in Scotland. Because you McGregor is Scottish as well. Yeah, and that has 495. Well, it's oh, going to have 496. Fucking hell, <laughs> sign up to that. that oh, I'm going to I never even put McGregor in with him. But of course. Of course. Of course. So, look, I am, I am going to ruin Scotland by myself. There we go. It's done. It's done. And do you have the two statues in two rival towns just constantly talking shit about each other? But now you can do like kind of a, a trail of Scotland just going around to all the Star Wars statues that are up there. What? There's no other Scottish actors that appeared in Star Wars, so we just need to... Oh, he's seen something. The town is in the Highlands, so naturally the statue will always have the high ground. <laughs> that is such a dumb fucking joke. That is the, amazing. The statue should be in a sand pit, so that a certain I hate sand will not be able to attack it. Oh, lads. This is... Uh, that, however, that's this just... You know what? I love Scottish humour. Because it's, yeah. it's the exact same as us, just shithousery. This is so good. And then it just goes into like the history of Ewan McGregor and Wedge, who is his uncle. <laughs> Wedge. Shout out to Wedge. Shout out to Wedge. Big big Wedge. Uh, God, it's been a very productive podcast session for the people I, of Scotland. I think we've gotten a few things signed. I think we've tried to change the world here. I think we have. That's what change.org is all about, you know, man. Uh, fucking that. And... What other petitions are there? Do you remember that time they tried to get the Star Wars movies remade? And yeah. 
this that this is a thing from years ago. This is technically kind of weird news. Um, don't get a star talking about Star Wars shit. But no. um, <clears throat> but um, they did um, I think it was the Force Awakens came out. No, it was the the Last Jedi, and yes. that came out, and everyone didn't like it. And People everyone was kind of like, "We're gonna redo the movie." And somebody set up like a, a petition that they were like, "You can donate any amount of money." And with the money, we will do the movie. But no, you didn't donate. You promised to donate. Yes. So it was even worse. So within three days, they had like 400 billion euro. Because <laughs> like, people were just like, I'll give you 100 million. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, why not? And they were going to take that to studios and be like, look, we have all this money promised. all this promised money. We have 400 billion budget. <laughs> we'll make the best Star Wars movie ever. We're going to make Lawrence of Arabia times a million. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, right, Sean. I feel like we do need to finish off with Florida Man uh, okay. this week. Just um, tell me the petition. I'll sign it. We don't have any petitions. There's no more oh. petitions. Um, okay. What we have, though, is Florida Man's alleged attempts to steal 100 lobster tails from Coral Gables. Lobster tails, you say? Lobster tails, because they're the most profitable. This? Are they? Um, I would have said the claws. You're never going to know if they're happy again. So a man in Coral Gables what? allegedly... You're never going to know the lobsters are happy if you steal their tails, Sean. It's Why? a joke about dogs because their t- tails wag. Well, you were talking about lobsters earlier. Ah, though. see, that's not comedy, though. <laughs> but this is. <laughs> this this is great. I like how when you put your elbows out, so it has to be funny. Cause you yeah. I got to do a, a funny little Cole dance. Gables allegedly attempted to rob a Publix of 100 lobster tails on Monday and threatened to use a gun, according to police. Ooh. Florida man has struck again because Florida man doesn't want money. What he wants are, are lobster tails. That's where the real money is. Don't give me the money out of the cash register. Give That's- me the tails. That's the thing, because like, bills have serial numbers on them, right? So you can track them. You're never going to be able to spend that money without laundering it. But if you take the lobster tail out, the money's already clean. It's been the ocean. Yeah. So you just need, you just have to move quantities of lobster tails. I have a Not buyer. sell on value, though. Like, who are, you go- are you going to buy the, the lobster tails from the man who's selling them from his own van? Or from, you know, the shop? Uh, but like, people will buy off like a street vendor. They'll buy like apples you and pears. man was that... Thought that far ahead? I think he rents a space at the local farmer market, yeah, Hmm. correct. I'd say he does, Uh, yeah. According to Cora Gables Police, David Paletto allegedly entered a public supermarket located on Lejeune Road uh, around 5.30pm. He then hopped onto an electric shopping cart and proceeded towards the seafood section of the store. Police say Paletto then asked an employee for 100 lobster tails. That were being sold for $7 each. He was then given Kay. 100 lobster tails. Because, I mean, I don't know if they had to tell us that. Because it just said he asked for 100. The person behind the counter was like, no. No, 99. <laughs> um, so he's like, I'll have 100. So they gave him 100. And it was worth eventually $700. Yeah, basically. convenient maths. Um, after having the 100 crustacean tails placed in his shopping cart. He made a turn and proceeded directly towards the exit on the electric shopping cart, slowly wheeling his way out through the front door with no intention of paying. Okay, so now it's now it's a it's a drive by robbery is what he's after doing. 
I, I feel like it, he's brought, he's used their own vehicle against them there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they supplied the getaway in many ways. Um, mm. You think the hundred, how much would the hundred lobster tails weigh, do you think? I mean, I would say it weighs a lot, but also tough to keep them good. I'd say they'd go off fairly quickly. Yeah, you got to get them in like a cool box or something right quick. Yeah. Also, so it's Florida, so it's probably roasting. It's, yeah. uh, police say the store manager immediately confronted Peloto and actually had enough time because the electric scooter was so slow to block him from exiting the Publix before he made it right through the front door. Definitely he laid out some spike strips. Um, <laughs> they got the snipers. Take the fucking shot. Take the shot. Lethal force authorised. He's, he's going too fast. I can't. Um, that is when Peloto allegedly grabbed the cardboard box that contained the lobster tails and shoved the store manager with it. Oh, fuck. Um, and so at this point, police say the store manager told them that Peloto was heard yelling, I have a weapon and I'm not afraid to use it multiple times. But nobody ever seen any weapon, and he never made a reach for any weapon on him. So, I mean, the weapon was his mind, Connor. He mm, was going to confuse got, them, or he throws the tails. Maybe he's going to use the tails as nunchucks. That's well. I mean, they do look fairly sturdy. I'll be honest, mm. uh, and you can always tell if they're happy or not. Why? No, because uh, well, you ever seen a dog cross with a lobster? It's fucked. Police say the storm. Police say the storm. <laughs> yeah, it's a fuck, man. It can't survive it, on land or sea. It is haunting. It will it haunt you. Terrifying. And it's not um, the halves you would think. <laughs> yes. The mermaid. Left thing. and it's right. Like, <laughs> what half would you. <laughs> Two fish style. <laughs> oh, man. Police yeah. say the store manager feared for his life at that very moment. Thankfully, police arrived shortly after, so he didn't even get away from the shop because he took so long in the shop. <laughs> Trying to smuggle out his lobster tails. I, I like the idea that the electric scooter was so slow that they had time to ring the police before he even like made the 50-yard dash to the door. Oh, yeah, and like the police had time to get there and yeah. be ready for him. And they all uh, set up outside. <laughs> in terms of things to steal, though, like the, the stuff from like the deli, and like the 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 fish oil and the, the the fish like you know that big fuck table of ice that they have, uh, and like the cheese stand, all that. Do I go to a very bougie fucking very store? bougie? I'm Maybe. just thinking about Maybe, but like none of that stuff is security tagged. So I'm just saying, I'm going shopping with the after this. Of a man who's been eyeing them up for a while. Ah, oh, the fish one freaks me out though, because they have like. But they're fish. normally behind glass, though. Not my one. You can just grab them if you want. Fuck off. It's been like that since I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, but that means like a lot of like people are disgusted. Like they're all they're fish, touching all the fish. They they swim around in piss. <laughs> <laughs> the ocean's filthy, man. They eat microplastics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying to you is they probably clean the fish. They clean the fish before they put them on the stand. Surely. Yeah, but like they have scales on the outside and you're not eating the scales, you know? Yeah, but I, I was always ruined because I, I was uh, um, finished work once and I was sitting down to yeah. have a coffee and where I was sitting was like in a big uh, shopping centre and right beside it was uh, the cinema and they had like yeah. a pick and mix there. 
and it was just the entrance to the cinema and so I'm just sitting my coffee or whatever I'm just sitting at this table and I look over and a child runs over and he just keeps putting all the sweets in his mouth and then he puts them back into all of the tubs oh no and I just remember looking at I just remember looking at it going people are the worst people are yeah people are horrendous and his mother seen him and the mother was just like she let him do it like another seven times I was like ah come on now Tom stop it now Tom you're being a prick all right i said it (laughs) and you little jimmy you fucking bastard (laughs) jimmy said like the pram (laughs) in fact all of you dickhead like random children (laughs) um sean i think that's it for this week's weird news god we we really did the ringer there we we went around the whole fucking scope from nerdy news to florida man we weren't really focused this week it was more just a just a shuffle of many of our thoughts at once. Yeah, and look, that's I, I mean that's that was what we put on the whiteboard for this show, you know. Yeah. Uh, that was what so, I scripted. Yeah, so this has all gone exactly according to plan. Mm-hmm. Uh so that whole cannibal thing in the middle, planned weeks in advance. <laughs> <laughs> You've been planning well, that for years. <laughs> it's been building up to it. Just I've right been what you know, character you know? cutter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a character uh, actor. You know how it uh, is. I, I'm like I'm Daniel Day Lewis up in this. I'm Daniel Day Lewis. I'm that deep in character. I've eaten Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> Would you like me to take us out, Connor? Yes, please. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back Friday with Hero Zero. Monday with Movie Mondays and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big shout outs go to everyone over on Patreon. Uh Big shout-outs to Team Pika Pika won the annual New Zealand Aotearoa Bird of the Year competition and Waffles couldn't be prouder. Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin Shrodoshin Halley, Ryan Wright, Time Evanson, Sean, Grow Your Mo for a Bro Jameson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna, Team Irish Walrus Helmroos, Little Dicky, The One Replied in a Maniacal Laugh, They Call Me Jared Leto McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I Can't Believe Wanda Did This, Sammy Lucia, Michelle, It's My Birthday Brown, A June Run Run Run, A June Run Run, Luke Hoth. Thank you all so much for the continued support. Thank you for making me run out of breath more and more as the weeks go on. I uh, really do appreciate it. And yeah, you'll just, all be getting your legs and your arms and your feet in the coming weeks. Yeah, they'll all be nicely packaged up. Might arrive by Christmas time, you know. And uh, Just unwrap that in front of all of the children of the street. And if you want to join those fine people and get access to all those Patreon rewards, link to that in the description. Or it's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. There's also a merch store link below. Twitter, we're at Heroes for Hire pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilman's discussion group. Instagram then is Heroes for Hire podcast. And you can email any questions or queries to Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. But I think that's about it, Connor. So I have been Connor Long. I have been Sean Mead. And we shall see you all next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.